Hello and welcome back to the Science Behind That podcast. I am your host, Atticus Hamilton. And for all of you new listeners out there, the Science Behind That is a show where we take a deep dive into the obscure science of everyday life, into the science of everything from physics to engineering, and biology to zoology, and psychology to anatomy, we take a deep dive. So without further ado, welcome to today's episode of the Science Behind That podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Season 1, Episode 6 of the Science Behind That. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about post-workout soreness. Uh, And I'm sure that, you know, most of us have experienced this at one point or another in our lives. I know I experience this every day. Um, And I mean, less and less now, but every day. And we're going to be talking about what is going on there. And we're also going to be talking about what the process is of muscle growth. Um, Because technically muscle cells don't divide. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, today on today's episode of the science behind that so first off there are three different types of muscle fiber there's myocardial fiber which is the muscle fiber that makes up your heart there is striated muscle also called as skeletal muscle and that's you know what you would typically think of as your pectoralis major your serratus, sartorius anterior, um, deltoids, bicep brachii, bicep femoralis, etc. Those muscles, the muscles that directly attach either to other muscles or ligaments or skeleture, are um, called skeletal muscle. And They're striated as well, and what that and that's important. Um, what that means is that an individual muscle cell is separated by cell membranes, so it appears as um, bands throughout that muscle tissue when you put it, put it under a microscope. And then, of course, you have smooth muscle, and smooth muscle is predominantly uh, muscle that takes control of autonomic. Uh, nervous system responses and what that means is you have autonomic nervous system and you have the um, uh, somatic nervous system and um, the autonomic nervous system is everything that is out of your conscious control heartbeat breathing urination um, peristalsis you know, when you're swallowing something, etc. And then the somatic nervous system is like picking up a bow and pulling it back and, you know, letting the arrow fly. Um, and, and activating the, the extensors in your arm and the flexors in your arm and your tricep brachii and your bicep brachii. Um, that is somatic. So somatic is basically everything that you can directly control now when you work out 
you are basically tearing your muscles, and I know that sounds scary, um, but you're forming microabrasions in your musculature, and what that does is um, you're, you're tearing the muscle fiber, and then after your workout, what happens is your body will fuse those muscle, those exposed torn muscle fibers together and cover it over with keloid. And what keloid is, is it's scar tissue. Um, and so we're going to break down how this happens. Um, so you're at the gym, right? Let's say you're on the bench press and, you know, normally you bench 105 pounds, but today, who today you're really going, you know, maybe you went on a date with somebody, I don't know. So you're really excited. <laughs> so you put an extra 50 pounds on the bench press. So now you're pressing 150 pounds, right? 155, I guess. Um, so what's happening? Well, you're laying down. And when you're bench pressing, you're exercising pretty much the, the main muscles you're exercising are your pectoralis major, your deltoids, your tricep brachii, and your bicep brachii. And um, those are the muscles of the upper arm. <clears throat> and what's happening is you're forming micro tears in those, in that, in those muscles. And muscles are designed to do that, right? So you're putting your muscles under what's called isotonic contraction. An isotonic contraction is just the act of changing shape to change tension within the muscle, thereby lifting something or doing something. But this process results in, as I said, micro tears. And so after your workout, what happens is that micro tearing of those muscle fibers or, or um, myofibrils that results in a release of a chemical into the blood called a cytokine. Now, diving into what cytokines are released is kind of beyond the scope of um, my podcast. But as always, if you're if you're curious, you can email me at thescienceBT at gmail.com. Anyway, back to the episode. Um, cytokines are released into the blood, and those cytokines basically activate a type of stem cell now it's not a true stem cell it's a muscle progenitor cell um which is just a big fancy word for a cell that attaches to the ripped region of muscle and it fuses those fibers together and it fuses those fibers together with scar tissue or as we say in the medical world keloid tissue and so now your next question is, well, Atticus, you know, you say that I'm tearing my muscles when I'm working out, but then, you know, why can I bench more, you know, after a year of doing this? And the reason is because the fused myofibrils or muscle fibers and the keloid tissue within the muscles overall increases the maximum tension force that your muscle can tolerate. And it also increases the stability of its isotonic contractions, meaning that the more you work out, 
the more you tear your muscles, the better they are at maintaining their structure under stress. It's the same principle behind if you're brand new to archery and you start out archery on a 30 pound bow, right? After a while, you're gonna be like, all right, this is too light, you know? And so you go up to a 50 pound bow and it's like, woof, that's really heavy. But after a while, you get used to it because your muscles have adapted to tolerate um, larger weights and more uh, pressure, more um, tension force. <clears throat> so that's what happens after you work out. So now let's address this muscle soreness. Muscle soreness can be attributed to two things. One is lactic acid, and two is that very process that we just talked about, okay? So that very process that we just talked about, which I'm just gonna call muscle repair, or post-workout muscle repair, as my name shall imply, it only occurs after a workout. And usually the best time frame for optimal um, repair of those myofibrils is between 48 and 72 hours after a vigorous workout unless of course you know you work out like I do every single day then your recovery period is much lower because the number of tears in your muscle tissue will be lower as you adapt to constantly using your muscles <clears throat> and that hurts um I think people often forget that there's a lot of nerves in the muscles. There are a lot of nerves in the muscles. Um, it's definitely something that within um, anatomy and medicine and surgery we experience a lot because oftentimes people don't just they just don't realize the sheer number of nerves that are embedded in muscle tissue and there is a lot there are a lot of nerves in muscle tissue um, and so that process of repair when you know if you haven't worked out before it can be a really shocking thing to your nerves and so your nerves will relay that information to your brain and be like whoa there's an issue here but after a while it doesn't hurt anymore doesn't hurt anymore because your body has basically in, in in a sense been like oh this is a good thing there's no reason to register this as pain um and then the other reason as i mentioned is lactic acid synthase so muscles don't like lactic acid they just don't um However, lactic acid is kind of a daily part of exercising unless you have been endurance training forever. And all endurance training does is it acclimates your body basically to tolerating um, lower oxygen saturation in the muscle tissue. And so when a muscle is producing lactic acid, there's no oxygen. It's, going, it's undergoing what's called anabolic respiration. Um, 
or sorry, anaerobic respiration, not anabolic, anaerobic respiration, and that produces lactic acid. And that lactic acid, again, activates those nerves within the muscles, and it tells the body, there's a lot of lactic acid here, this is painful, you need to slow down. And so that's, honestly, that's about it. That really is, that is the vast majority of, um, what causes post-workout soreness and that was a very 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 brief explanation of how um, uh, muscles repair after a workout and how they get bigger Um, and I really like this topic because one of my specialties or one not specialties one of my areas of interest and probably my main area of interest within medicine is um, called musculoskeletal regeneration using stem cells, and uh, you know this topic kind of kind of falls into my little wheelhouse there. But um, so that's ru- that's generally how it works. It's a very simplified overview. I hope you enjoyed that short uh, overview. If you guys want to hear more, if you want to hear more about how to you know alleviate this workout soreness if you want to hear more about um how the flu can can kill you when it infects muscle cells be sure to email me at the science bt at gmail.com and let me know um and if you just like the show you can email me there too so thank you guys so 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 much for listening to my podcast um it really means a lot to me I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was fun for me. This is right in my uh, area of interest, area of special uh, of expertise. So uh, expect more episodes like this in the future. So once again, thank you, everybody. Enjoy your Friday morning, and I will see you all next time. Remember, stand up and question everything. <laughs>